This is The Honest Chronic. I am your host, Kyle, and as I am The Honest Chronic, let's go ahead and talk about medical marijuana and the bad name that it gets, even though we all know. How could a plant be so bad? Oh shit, are we rolling? (coughs) What's going on everybody? Welcome, as you heard, this is The Honest Chronic and I am your host Kyle. Today we are going to talk about Chronic. That's right, it's in my name. Something I like, something I uh, indulge in. Doesn't mean that I'm a bad person like stereotypical things out there like to tell you. Or it doesn't mean that I have mental illness because I smoke. Maybe I maybe it actually helps my mental illness. Who knows? You know what I mean? Let's let's go ahead and get down to the bottom of that. But uh, I know that it's something that I get into arguments and shit with my mother. And other members of my family aren't very kind about it. Uh, but I then find out stories about them and their past, and it's like, oh, okay, so you did the same shit. You just, you know, had to grow the fuck up, you know, and just couldn't handle it anymore. So that's really what's going on. Instead, I'm being young and enjoying my life. But, you know, now, now it's turned into something that I have to actually use as medicine and not something that I can recreationally use and then go and you know kind of like going to the bar and having a beer like I can't just go to a bar and smoke a joint you know that'd be cool but I have to use it to hinder some of my depression some of my paranoia uh, some of my anxiety I have to use it to be able to actually go out in public and be caught up in large crowds or even go to work you know and too many people out there just don't want to agree that it actually helps with these things and they're too busy searching on google boom first bad thing that they can possibly find is the first thing that they want to believe about marijuana and the effects of it or maybe maybe they tried it once and they had a bad experience you know they had that virgin high, you know, where everybody's paranoid, everybody doesn't, you don't know what the hell to feel or what to expect, you're just like, I'm smoking this, what am I doing, you know, like, my friends laugh and they're hungry and then they sleep all night, like, I want that, but then you sit there and you smoke and you're like, why do I feel so weird, why is my mouth dry, I feel like I'm hungry, but like the walls are crawling and people people perceive it and take it differently you know some people probably smoke and had the greatest high they've ever had and probably have been chasing that one since you know who knows it's all a part of your mind it's it's how you're going to perceive it it's it's the perception that you've taken so if you've heard about something to be so bad and so evil that it causes this that and the other or you know, fucking reefer madness video where the dude, I'm so high, puts the shotgun to his mouth. Like, that shit doesn't happen. I have never once smoked a fucking joint and wanted to kill myself. 
if anything, I smoked a joint and was like, man, I love myself. I love being alive. And why do they call that a love couch? Or love seat? Like, do you have to be in love to actually be sitting in that? You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't want to fucking kill myself. I didn't want to even go hurt anyone else. I wanted to give, like, the dude next to me a hug, you know? Or let's go share a shake, bro. So, obviously, you know, you're going to walk into it and you're just going to say, fuck it, I want to try it out. You know, I'm interested and tired of being a hypocrite. And then you try it. I applaud you. Then you just constantly have all this bullshit running through your head that you're thinking about that somebody once told you before. And who's to say that that person actually ever even tried it or knows anything and they're not believing the most dumbest shit that you could possibly believe about about marijuana i mean if you look back and you think about it you're like when the hell did all this shit start you know when when was it finally deemed illegal and something so crude and bad i got the answers well for the most part but uh in 1929 there was harry ansler anslinger uh, he was actually put in charge of the Department of Prohibition during the Prohibition days when alcohol was illegal. But it ended due to the gangsters, moonshine runners, and speakeasies. So, obviously, Prohibition stopped at one point, and that's when bars and everything started to open up. People were selling liquor. You can make a profit off of it, and they were capable of taxing it. Good old Harry, you know, sitting around his fucking office bored and shit. You know, originally he once said that he he's not concerned about marijuana. It doesn't it doesn't cause you to be violent. It's nothing it's nothing bad. Why would I be concerned about that? Well, fucking dicks sitting around bored, nothing to do, and you know, prohibitions over for alcohol, so he goes, You know what? Let's go after marijuana because I might lose my fucking job, okay? And this whole Department of Prohibition might get shut down, and I'll look like a fool and probably never work again. So I have to bully someone. I have to come after somebody. So that's what he did. So between 1916 and 1931, 29 different states outlawed it until the Marijuana Tax Act of 1937, which was banned nationwide. Okay, so fast forward now. There's... 29 different states, including motherfucking Washington, D.C., that have legalized it for uh, medicinal purposes. There's eight that have legalized it for recreational purposes. Also, D.C. Why are there so many different negative articles about there? And where can you show me the proof that it honestly is something bad? Because chronic cures and cares for you, whereas alcohol, at times, in some cases, can hinder you. It can hide emotions and feelings. It can make you be filled with rage. It can make you make stupid, poor choices. It hinders your driving capabilities. And let's be honest, it causes more deaths than marijuana has ever caused. Because that's zero. You have to learn tolerance and self-control when it comes to both of those things. So why is it that the first time you tried something and you didn't like it and had a horrible experience, now all of a sudden it's something so bad that you shouldn't do. Were you, like, did, were, like, were you born with a bottle of Jack in your hand, you know, because you obviously you had to drink for the first time and try it, and who's, 
I don't know, raise your hand, class, if you, you know, didn't probably puke on the first time that you drank. I'm pretty sure I threw up the first time I ever drank alcohol. Just like weed, the first time you smoke, you're going to have some funny feelings. Your body's reacting to this. You ever hear a fight or flight? That's what your body's doing right now. Your body doesn't know how to react. You have to then calm yourself down and take control of your mind and take over the actions and the way that you think about what's happening. That's on you if you can't do that. Because you can't handle it, you should not take it out on an entire nation full of people that actually could use it for something positive in their life. If you make it recreational, how many jobs do you think that would create? You're talking about taxes. You're worried about money. You're worried about creating more jobs. How about marijuana fields and industries? You're going to have to have people to go out there and plant it. You're going to have to have people go out there and tear up the ground. You're going to have to have people go out there and pull the product, trim the product, clean it up, package it, ship it, sell it in stores. Think about all that fucking tax money that you can take from it. Look at Colorado. I don't have exact numbers, but a month after they legalized it for medicinal and recreational purposes, their crime rate, crime, I can't talk, crime rate dropped, okay? They're like, they made like $29 million, I believe it was. You can fact check me and let me know, but I believe it was like $29 million within the first month or two of revenue to put towards the city, you know, to, you know, just like, you you probably had neighbors that hated each other that are sitting on the porch smoking a fucking joint right now, and they're the best friends in the world now, they go on fishing trips, they, you know, they named their dogs after each other, you know, like, put two fucking assholes on the porch across from each other that hate each other and put a bottle of Jack in their hand and see what probably happens. My money is on a fight breaks out, okay? Put, put, a, put a joint in someone who has smoked for a while in their hand and let them smoke and let them get behind the wheel and drive. Put a fucking bottle of Jack in someone's hand who, yeah, might have drank for a while, but, you know, put them behind the wheel, see what happens. Guarantee you that dude is going to cause an accident, okay? The one on alcohol. Look at all the different patients that are out there that can testify and say how much marijuana has helped them. When I lived back in Indiana, there was a neighbor that lived above me, and his girlfriend's dad lived there, and he used to go for these different uh, like chemo treatments and stuff. And he would come back home and sometimes he would ask me for a ride to go get his medicine and then one time he actually asked me for weed so I was like yeah I got you dude you know blah 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 I went upstairs with him to serve him up and I didn't sell I was just helping him out next thing I know I look on his table and there's 15 pill bottles maybe you know I was like, holy shit, man, that's a lot. And he just starts going through the list. Like, well, I take this to take care of this, but then I have to take this to counteract this, and side effects for that, and this, this, this. It was this insane chain of events that happened, all starting from one pill that he took, that he had to take, like, 10 to 15 other pills. But then he told me, he goes like this, I know you can't see me, but he puts his hand on the table, and he shoves it over, and he leaves like maybe five bottles of medicine there. And he's like, when I smoke weed, that's all I need. 
You know how much money he could possibly he's spending on all of that medication? He's at the point where he has to live with his daughter. You know, like whereas he could buy a bag of weed and make that last for a little bit and it helps him. He's happy, he has an appetite, he's comfortable. I know today it's different. I know that nowadays everywhere, like I mentioned before, there's twenty nine different states that are opening up to medicinal purposes and eight that are recreational and it's expanding i mean i live in illinois and i heard it's on the ballot for recreational use in 2020 but i sit and think about from when i was younger and what it was like to now and i'm like man i remember when i used to have to hide it so much like i still have to but i used to have to hide it like so much i was so nervous but then at times you would find these random people that you didn't even know smoked. I, I remember I used to hang out at this pool hall and we went to this person had a graduation party and it was in this big open field. And we went out there and they had this huge bonfire, tents everywhere. And me and my buddy, Phil, we were just we used to like just disappear because there were so many people and we had some good shit. So we were like we used to just disappear all the time and go smoke. And eventually somebody found us. And we're like, let's turn this into a game. And we'd go hide and smoke. And then more people would find us. And we started to call it our pot tribe. Yet the only way you could join is if you found us. And if you were a noob or new to it, you had to smoke with us. We matched you. It was cool because it started to build this like this community and this little family of people. And you know we were always there for each other. We all had these stupid Indian names. Like, I was Little Toke, but don't let the name fool you. That was the whole name. And, uh, you know, but there's, it was like you would show up to the pool hall and say you didn't have anything. And, you know, so-and-so did. You're like, hey, white out, let's go. You know, and then you would just get to spend that time even with people you didn't know and realize how much alike you actually are. And you would build this friendship then with that person. And, you know, there was no hate. There was, it was, it was just all love. You know, we just wanted to spend time together. Whether it came down to a common ground that we enjoyed this plant, that's what it was about. So while we're at the bonfire, I'm walking past one of the barns. And I hear, psst, I'm looking around. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, I'm a little drunk too. And, because uh, I never said it was against alcohol. I just think that you should drink in moderation i look in the barn and the girl's parents that are that's throwing the graduation for them are in there smoking and they're like you want to get high i'm like yes i do i do thank you so much for that follow if you're wondering why i said thanks for the follow it's because i'm streaming live as i'm recording this podcast as well but you have to i get in there and i'm, I'm like smoking with them i'm like this is crazy as shit because i don't think i had ever really smoked with anyone's parents around that time you know but then i'm sitting there smoking with them and i'm like yeah you know i get it like you guys are like cool like i started to hear stories from them about like how what the prices were like then and you know what they used to do because they were kind of hippies back in the day and you know it was like man i can't wait till i get older you know like I like I know I'll be able to tell who of my friends' sons, you know, or my my son's friends smoke. So I'll be <laughs> I'll snatch one of them up at a graduation party because then I'll get to pass that on, you know. I'll get to tell them stories. Like I told my stepson that that it, it's completely his choice. 
It is totally his choice on if he wants to or not, but I would ask for him to please come to me and talk to me first before he ever were to do it. I would rather just be there, you know. You need someone to be there to help you out at times. I never would have met those parents. Like, those parents would have known that they did that. And later, as I just kept going on, I, I, I realized how much more beneficial it was for me. I realized how much better of a person I was. I, I went through a 16, you know, I'm on 16 years recovered from crack cocaine, if you've listened to some of my past podcasts. I fight a lot of different demons, we'll say. You know, I don't sleep much at night. I can't fall asleep unless I smoke. I, you know, like I said before, I have to go to work or even, you know, go out in public into like the zoo or a fair or something. I have to smoke before I go. I can't, I can't handle it because then I start to get mad about stupid shit or my paranoia kicks in and I think people are talking about me even though nobody's, nobody fucking cares about who I am. You know, they're worried about winning a damn, you know, chihuahua or whatever. So, or goldfish, there we go. Uh, my mind tells me that they are. So what's so bad about me smoking something like that that just grows from the fucking ground? It's like there's no breaking bad shit going on, you know? There's nobody in a lab sitting somewhere, you know, putting a bunch of different chemicals together and then naming it some bullshit and then telling you it's good for you for this, but you have to take three other pills to counteract that grows outside throw some fucking water on it and let the sun do its thing and you know put it in a bowl and smoke it and i guarantee you you're gonna look at life a lot better because you're gonna be happy you're gonna look at it through a different perspective of eyes i i really don't know what else to tell people when they talk about it i i have own family members that just hate on me hey like you know salt bay like a hundred times salt bay on me because i smoke why it doesn't make me a bad person. I'm a fucking gangster of a father. And why did I say gangster? Because them motherfuckers are awesome. You know, you always want to do gangster shit for your gangster friends. I'm amazing, Dad. You can ask anybody that knows me. You can look at my Twitter. Smoking pot does not hinder me from anything that I do. If anything, it elevates me and makes me better at it. Because then it's like I have the patience. I'm able to just sit there and I, you know, play with my son and just have that imagination and good time and who cares if this is something I have to do there's so many other parents out there that are sitting on the fucking ass drinking and smoking in the house you know and and like not even paying any attention to their kids and then they wonder why their fucking kids going in and out of juvie well duh because you're not a fucking parent like how, how is how are you gonna like how are you gonna put blame on on someone who smokes pot that's involved with their kids because your parents were alcoholics and pieces of shit. I'm a great dad. I'm a great stepdad, and I'm an amazing husband. What I do has nothing to, to, to do with making me a bad person. I'm not like, you know, I might be a bad guy, but I'm not a bad guy, you know, like Wreck-It Ralph and shit. Like, I made mistakes in my past. Everybody has. Everybody has their story. I know one thing, though. I fucking moved on from my mistakes and I've just, I've done nothing but gone up and tried to go up and I'm not letting anything stop me. If you don't like pot, if you think it's bad, go, go, go find someone that is fighting cancer or fighting, you know, glaucoma. Come talk to me, you know, ask me questions because I'm, I'm called the honest chronic for a reason because I'm a very honest fucking person and I smoke chronic.
I, I'm, I'll be the realest person you'll ever meet and give you the realest answers you can. And I'll probably break your opinion and break down the stereotype that you have in your head. I'm covered in tattoos. That doesn't mean anything. You know, quit making judgments based on something that you once perceived in your mind as something that's bad. And look at how many different states in this world or, or in the U.S. now have legalized it. And how many more are looking at it as a positive thing? Doctors wouldn't prescribe it if they didn't think it would work. And I'm pretty sure more of them wish they could prescribe it. Thank you, though, for stopping by. Anybody that's over on Mixer, thank you so much. I know it may sound like a rant, but that's what really what the fuck's about. It's for me to be able to express myself in a way that, you know, I'm going to cuss. I'm going to be honest. I, I, I'm done with the, you know, holding back shit. I'm going to give you the truth about what I feel like about a situation. So don't forget to check me out on Twitter at Honest Chronic. Don't forget to stop by Mixer, mixer.com forward slash Honest Chronic. I do play video games, but whoever said I was good at them, not me. And, uh, you know, I do these recordings of these podcasts. It's always a good time, and I love, I love doing this shit. Um, there's no real schedule because I, I work part-time in a salad bar. I cut fruit up. You can see the carving I did last night. It was pretty cool. Um, I also fish. So there'll be like fishing streams here and there at times or videos on YouTube. And then, yeah, that's about it. Podcast is my baby. I love all of you. I'm not going anywhere. I will be probably uploading another one later this week. I got a crazy easy schedule this week, so I might do one more before Friday. So maybe Thursday I'll record another one. Peace. Love and THC oil. I don't know. I don't know. How, how do you end this? How do you? Where's my bong? Thank you again for stopping by. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Honest Chronic, Instagram at Honest Chronic, and Mixer.com forward slash Honest Chronic. You might get a chance to be in the podcast and watch a live recording. Love you. Irish.